Easy. I'm from the gutter and uh, I ain't the type to ever chase your box I'm the type to interior decorate the watch I'm the type to sling heavyweight on the block In every state like clock, work jiggers to hurt, holla lips are telling me yes Why you kissing me in my neck Making me feel so I had to take y'all back to my college days on that one. That's, that's, that's how you feel? It's my college days. I'm on, I'm on one today. That's how you feel? I'm, I felt inspired. <laughs> okay. I felt inspired. I, I had to play that song. We got a, a beautiful presence in the room. I, yeah, yeah. Y'all niggas all right, but we got some real <laughs> beauty in the room. <laughs> a, queen. a queen. A queen. A queen. A queen. The, the presence of a queen. The presence yeah. of a queen. Ladies and gentlemen, we sound crazy. New episode. We have one of the most amazing, mm-hmm. most talented yeah. singer, actress, she can dance her ass off too. Yeah. Grammy Award winner Maya's in the building. Hey. Oh, hello, hello. Hey. Thanks for having me. Welcome to We Sound Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Maya, I used to love that song. I went to school in Norfolk State in VA. Shout out VA. Ah. DMV in the building. Hey, hey. See, see y'all. Don't do this. Here we go. Another no. episode. Of this <laughs> Every shit. episode we fight with him because he acts like <laughs> that. That DMV is the center of the universe mm-hmm. and it's better the than everyone of else. Motor vehicles. I get clowns too. <laughs> <laughs> I get clowned for that. But I mean, hey, what you is got, the DMV? You gotta go to the DMV yeah, in life, or you now. can't do nothing if you don't go to the DMV, right? Yeah, come on, DC, Maryland, Virginia. Yes. Let me just school y'all for those that don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 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 that was that was the joint for you back in the day. That was a joint back in my Norfolk State days. I just pledged Cap Alpha Psi Fraternity yeah. Incorporated. That was uh, one of our, you know. One of them things on the yard, you know? <laughs> yeah, the original version had Jada Kiss, which I loved as well, because Jada was one of my favorites. And, um, but yeah, nah, Maya, you, that kept, DJ Clue did that remix? Uh, Trackmaster. 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 Track and it went on a mixtape that DJ Clue was hosting. Ah. The backstage album. Yes. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, wow. Yeah, man. Come on. Come History. on. Come on, pull out the crates, Phil. Yeah, History. Man, come on. I got to do a VA moment since she's here. Let's go. Okay. VA, okay. let's go. Good. good. Uh. Listen, yeah. listen, 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 listen. VA, VA again. I don't know what happens. Just, I, I, have, I had a little moment because I, because I forgot that you were sitting across from me, Maya, and I fuck with that song so much. <laughs> do you remember that video? Yes. Of course I do. I know you remember the video, but yeah. But all the different, all the different Mayas in the yeah. video, the, the DMX da- challenge, the, yeah, the DMX challenge <laughs> yeah. in one video, right, right, right. The tap dancing segment and everything like that. Yeah. That was crazy. It's called talent. Called uh-huh. talent. That's what it's called. Missy Elliott, what do you remember about recording that song with Missy Maya? I remember being in New York City and this song coming through my email. And uh, the lyrics were a lot more provocative than they are now. Really? (laughs) I said, I can't sing this. (laughs) I cannot. I would never. Um, Tweet's voice was on it. Really? Mm -hmm. Tweet demoed My Love is Like Whoa. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, some Missy backgrounds were on it as well. But the lyrics were out there. And it's something I thought would sound cool on Missy, but not on Maya. Mm-hmm. So we ended up, uh, you know, catering it to my needs <laughs> and making a very timeless video with it. Yeah. That song is yeah. crazy. I was really uncomfortable 
about the lyrics because it's nothing that I would actually say about myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty humble. I don't talk about my body. So it was a stretch. And so to balance things out like that lyrically, I mm. said, well, it has to be theatrical and mm-hmm. it has to be artistic mm. because the song is so cocky. Yeah. You know? That so, makes yeah. a lot of sense now. Yeah. Now I want to hear the original. I want to hear what Mrs. Taylor <laughs> no, you don't. nasty right. ass was no, talking you don't. about. <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, yeah. what was you saying in the right. song, Melissa? <laughs> Call in as I'm let us know what was really going on. Yeah. That's but but you but you loved it enough that you were like, I, I wanna try. I always take risks. I try it to see if I like it or if it'll grow on me. Mm. You know, if it is out of my comfort zone, I make myself do it. We sound crazy. Shout out to Missy. Shout- yeah. Amazing writer. Yeah. Well deserved honor the VMAs a few weeks ago. Oh yeah. yeah, I love that she did her own tribute. Maya, just my free advice when because they're going to start honoring you here shortly. <laughs> Do your own, own tribute. tribute. Yes, because I've seen some tragic tributes of recent <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Same. Wow. So we want you to just yeah, do your own tribute. Philip <laughs> said publicly here when they when they honor you, just take the reins, take the reins, take the stage. Conceited. Yeah. Let's just say if you don't do your own tribute, though, <laughs> who could you see from this from today's crop of mm. artists doing a Maya tribute? That's good a good question. question. Good question. There are so many artists that are really talented. Um. I'm not keeping up with the times appropriately right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, a name that comes up is like Tanache. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She does um, music videos that in- include dance. Mm-hmm. Um, Normani's name has come up. Mm-hmm. I, can see, okay. I definitely see that. Yeah. yeah. I feel, honestly, I feel too young to be getting a, a tribute. I'm like actually just now getting started in my music career I, to me. I, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I understand. I understand that, that for sure. <laughs> But you've done some crazy yeah. monumental things. You absolutely yeah. have. Some big things. And it's so crazy that it's been like, what, 20 years since your first record? 21. 21. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's been 21 years? Yeah. Do you remember back then? Mm-hmm. Like it was yesterday. Were you scared before the album came out? What, 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 no. Because what, uh-uh. what, what, was, what was Maya doing before we got introduced to her? Because we, we, we saw the video on TV or heard on the radio, and then that was... Ladies and gentlemen, here's Maya. But like, what was that process before? Before, I'd been performing since I was three. Mm. Um, but I was a hoofer, an, an improvisationalist with my feet as a female rhythm tapper. And I used to go around just solo making music with my feet. Kennedy Center, concert hall, symphony hall, teach classes. I started teaching at 14. Really? Took over Savion Glover's workshops in New York City a couple of times at... Mm. Broadway Dance Center, like a hoofer, trained with Gregory Hines, Sandman Sims, danced with the Nicholas Brothers. There's a whole other world in life that I come from that, right. you know, prepared me for the music business and just believing in, in yourself and all of that. But um, you, you guys can always hear me like making sounds with my mm-hmm. <laughs> my voice or tapping my feet when songs come on. Just it's it was a rhythmic past for me. Um, as That's a dancer. <laughs> Strange, right? No, no, it, it, it makes a lot of sense because because I see it obviously in the performance and the videos and the live show, but it's crazy to think that like you literally could have had a whole career as a dancer and never become a recording artist. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, you're, you're basically saying like you were pro as a dancer. Do you miss it? Yeah. You do. I miss the environment. Mm-hmm. You know. Stepping into the whole entertainment business was something completely different. 
on the music side with the record labels and all the technicalities and numbers. And, mm-hmm. you know, I miss the world of art and being surrounded by that. But that's why I'm here in Nashville. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. Yeah, exactly. You know, to at it. the workshop. Yeah. We sound crazy. Yo, I just realized this is the first time we've seen each other since um, Timon met Brandy. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's the first time we've seen each other since Timon met oh, Brandy. Timon met his idol Brandy. Well, it's actually my second time meeting her, but I, I feel no, like but, she kind of, well, it was. So, Maya, yeah, it was, Timon is obsessed with Brandy. Like, that's not a crazy thing. Yes, let's, wait, let's, let's, wait, no, wait. let's catch Maya up yes. on, on, on what the wait. hell we're talking about here. Wait. Now, you can't tell the story. Okay. Phil got to tell Maya the story. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, My Timon, to my left, Timon Bacon from Macon, Georgia, (laughs) is a diehard Brandy fan. A standee. A standee. A standee. standee. I've never heard that term. I've never heard it either. We just made that up. A stand of Brandy is a standee. A Mm standee. So we're at the awards show, BMI. Shout out to Wardell Malloy and Catherine Catherine Bruton. Shout out. Um, They honored Brandy this year. She received the President's Award. Yes. And I promised Timon I'm going to make sure that you meet Brandy. And boy, did he make sure it happened. Oh, I had to. Man. Were you ready? Were I had to go ready? against security. Was, it was a whole lot. I mean, it was. <laughs> you had to do all that? Cause, no, because I, I got to the stage the first time. Leandria Johnson wanted to meet her. So I introduced her. The next thing I know is a crowd of people that swarmed. crazy. So then I was like, okay. She left and then she went backstage. And I said, okay, Timon, we're going backstage. Security's telling, of course, I'm like. I'm going to get back here. Of course. Come on, y'all. This is, this is what I do. <laughs> <laughs> so we walk backstage. We walk into the dressing room, and then there's a crowd of people in the dressing room. And I'm like, Timon, we got a Debo. We got to kind of cut this line. I'm not going to wait in line for somebody I know. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I go. I greet Sonia Norwood, who's her mom, and see Brandy and introduce Timon. And I got it all. You know, I started snapping photos, and she was, was it a good experience? Great experience. Great so all so all is well. All is well. Um, you know, I it was You're great. sitting on you're sitting on top of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, because of my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, I'm always on type of top mm. of the world. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> what? Was that your spiritual nugget for the episode? No, but for real though, it was it was good to meet her. It was good to see, it was a joy to watch her being celebrated in that way. Crazy. Take us back to, to, to Maya's childhood, right? Mm-hmm. Give us a song that reminds you of your childhood. Specifically. Ribbon in the Sky, Stevie mm-hmm. Wonder. My dad used to sing that all the time. And he had this, <laughs> he had this two-seater and I used to sit in the back. There's this big window where you could just lay in the back and my mom would be in the front. And he would sing that song. And I used to look up in the sky, literally, amongst the stars looking for a ribbon. Really? <laughs> I don't see the Yeah, <laughs> trying to find it. That's crazy. Yeah, I was a little girl, like three or something. I mean, if your education Stevie, then I mean, mm-hmm. right. Come on. Wow. <laughs> that a star would guide you my way to share with me this special day. Well, ribbons in the sky for all Man, I got man. lost there for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Such a great song. Oh, man. Steve Lynn Morris. Steve Lynn the Wonder. <laughs> Stevie the Wonder. Did y'all see that Motown documentary? Amazing. Amazing. Hitsville. Yeah. Hitsville. On Showtime. 
Timon. <laughs> Timon. I still <laughs> have to watch it. it. I still got to watch it. Yeah, you got to watch that. Yeah. But, the but, music aficionado did not watch listen, it. I, I've been busy, man. I definitely got a deeper appreciation for Stevie and Smokey after I saw yeah, that. Yeah, those two specifically. Stevie yeah. and Smokey Blue. And Marvin. And Marvin. That acapella of Marvin. Yeah. That was <sighs> crazy. It's crazy. I watched it twice. It's crazy. Yeah. Tomorrow you got to watch it. You have to yeah. watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight. You have to watch it. Maya, you've seen it, right? Yeah. Actually, a part of my career, I was I was so happy coming from a rap and rock label to go to Motown in the Universal System because of mm. the history there and mm-hmm. all the rich culture of black music in America. Um, just to be a part of that legacy. In mm. 2006, I went over to Motown and mm. made the transition. Yeah. And they still, to this day, on the walls of Motown in the Capitol building, have all those faces plastered mm. on <sighs> the walls. Um, that was a proud moment for me. Crazy. What year was this? 1998. Wow. So Maya, back in episode 11, Chuck Harmony was saying how he missed uh, the opportunity for you and Cisco to do a duet album with each other. Really? I did mm. say that. You, you did. did say that. I missed the opportunity. No, I said I said I missed the opportunity for y'all to do a duet. We was talking about oh. who who, who, do, who we should... wish would would have done a whole album of duets together. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And he was saying he wished that you and Cisco had done a whole album together. I said that. Interesting. How do you feel about that, Maya? I would actually do that. Really? Mm-hmm. Cisco's so talented. He plays instruments, he produces, arranges. Like you still so, do it today. And we perform a lot live together. Mm. We're on several dates over these past three years. We've been a lot on a lot of dates together. Performance so dates. His, he can sing his ass off, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Um, so you do it now? I would, because people love '90s R and B as I do too, and that's when we came out. I'm not mad. Okay, well, Shaq, I, and Shaq down officially on the show because my I, I vetoed it over here in my seat. I said, "My ain't doing that." Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to do a duets album, even if it's just male and female collaborations. Yeah. Mm. You know, several female artists. Let's several. talk about it. Let's talk yeah. about it. Who who are some of the dream duets? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Let's set the tone. Dream duets. Yeah. Goodness gracious. I love the Isley brothers. Mm. <sighs> I can hear that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Miguel. Yeah, I would love to work with Bruno Mars as a duet. That'd be dope. That would be mm-hmm. dope too. You know, what, you know what Miguel song I love? I love Quickie. You know, yes, I love Quickie. That was on his demo. That was my joint. That was on his demo. That was on his demo. Quickie was my shit, man. Mommy, you're looking like I'm just another guy that came to check it, that came to wreck it. No disrespect, but mommy, that's correct. Cause what's in them jeans just got my mind hectic. I just want a quickie, no bite marks, no scratches, and no hickeys. If you can get with that, mommy, come get with me. Every time I hear a Miguel record, I think of when he, 
he auditioned to be in that group, Fatty Cool, and they straight dogged him on that show. And then he eventually became what was a fatty, fatty cool. cool the group <laughs> holy yeah. shit do y'all remember the show on BET that they had back in the day yeah, yeah. Well, it was it wasn't even the show first no. well, I forget the name of the show but the the group it was kind of a, it, was, it was like a making the making band, the band type yeah. vibe and I called making the band and Miguel but, was on that but show but the band was called y'all remember the, the band was called fatty cool that's how I knew it wasn't gonna work yeah like a lot of people from my age bracket still oh wow you just separated yourself I'm sorry <laughs> Disrespectful. <laughs> like all the young niggas know this. Right. <laughs> Fatty cool. No one can come close to the joy you bring to me. Whispers like a summer breeze to put my mind in It was short lived. They came and went. Look into your eyes. It will be short lived here as well. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of Miguel. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm behalf of Miguel. Fuck Fatty Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we sound crazy. Yeah. I'm, oh my. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> won a Grammy for this one. Oh, Receipts. Yeah. Receipts. Uh, you know what they're saying on that song now. You, you. Yes, I know. I'm very well aware. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yes, I'm just not bring it up. Come on. What do you remember about that Lady Marmalade? That whole recording, the video, that was epic. That epic. was epic. Uh, working with Ron Fair. Oh yeah, Ron we Fair. We recorded all of our backgrounds together, and then we had separate sessions to do the whole song from top to bottom. And then what Ron Fair did was he pieced it together from our ad libs. <laughs> he flew in the ad libs onto his keyboard and triggered the keyboard where he wanted to place them. It, you know, he is uh, he's very technical when he puts his production together. So that's kind of his process. He takes all the vocals and then kind of places them where he wants to. Okay. And then Missy and Rottweiler actually did the track and he ended up coming in and coloring it. And overseeing the production. Gotcha. So that was like phase one. And then we got into the rehearsal aspect of it with Tina Landon, one of mm. Janet Jackson's choreographers. Tina Landon. She Shout did the Tina video. Landon. Yeah. She did the video. And then we had fittings. And then there were we were shooting the video. <laughs> and there we were. <laughs> wow. Shooting the video. I think it was a one-day shoot. Mm. Um, and then performing. A couple of times. I think we've only actually performed together four times total. I was going to ask you that. When was the last time y'all performed? All together. Yeah, all together. I think the Grammys. Oh. Yeah. The year at one? Yeah. It's been that long since y'all all performed that song together. Together, yeah. Kim and I have performed uh, recently, this year actually, along with Christina and Kim. I'm not sure if Pink includes this in her show, um, but Christina does. Mm. Yeah, and Kim does as well. That would be so epic. Yeah, I was going to say, I would love to see the four of y'all. The 20th anniversary of that song is coming up. Yeah. Fingers crossed. 2021, so maybe a whole tour. What? That'd be nuts. Wait a minute. Lady Marmalade tour. Hold on. (laughs) A a potential Lady Marmalade tour with Maya, Pink, Christina, 
Kim and Missy. We all got individual catalog. And then don't forget Miss Patty. And don't... (laughs) Don't even need to open the app. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's incredible. That's a package. I'll get tickets now. I I got my tickets... Log right on now. log on right now to we sound crazy.com. <laughs> That's right, we do. <laughs> to free order your tickets. <laughs> right, right. Crazy. Another one was Mayan Blackstreet. Yes. The Rugrats record. <laughs> yeah, the Rugrats man. record. This was yeah. my shit. Oh my. Teddy Riley produced that. Yeah, man. Yeah. Another VA production. Wow. What what? I didn't, you brought it up, Chuck. <laughs> I didn't bring it up. For the record, I want everybody to take note that I did not bring it up. It was actually Chuck Harmony celebrating. I'm just trying to beat you to the punch, man. Wow. That's our guest this week, Maya, featuring Blackstreet, Mason Betha, and Blinky Blink. Take me there. That's from what, Rugrats? Do you remember that tomorrow? Rugrats? Of course. Okay, I know you were. You're not not too young for the fucking Rugrats. (laughs) (laughs) You still perform that? I do. That's dope. Yeah, it depends on the venue, but usually at all ages events. You you hit them with a little Rugrats action? Mm -hmm. Do you still do Ghetto Superstars? I do. I love that song. That's another great, crazy collabo. Yo, you might be the collabo queen. Maya, you were on a song with Prize and ODB. ODB. Man. Mm -hmm. Who was responsible for my vocal being the final vocal of that hook? ODB. Tell the story. I'm I'm, in. So it was 1998. I only released one record thus far, and that was all about me featuring Cisco as my first single. I was a brand new artist. I was not quite established yet. So other females were laying the chorus to Ghetto Superstar, you know, as demos. And they were much more reputable than me at the time. Mm. And so... Can you name names? No, I'm not going to do that. But, you know, I was a new girl on the block and they were unsure if I was going to stick. So ODB was actually the one that convinced the company that and said, whose voice is that? That's magic. Keep that right there, whoever that is. Okay. Really? Yeah, and so they went with it. Wow. Because of him. Mm. Shout out ODB. Shout out, <laughs> rest in peace ODB. Yeah, too. ODB. Yo, I'm watching the, um, the, the, Wu-Tang, the Wu-Tang scripted series on Hulu right now. How is it? It's awesome. Super duper dope. And RZA's doing all the music, so it's super crazy. But that collaboration... That was a worldwide. Yeah, no matter where I go on tour, everyone knows that song. Yeah. Everyone, every continent. Crazy. If you're keeping score of, of the legends that we we've mentioned in in connection, we said Motown, Missy, Patty, Patty, Teddy Riley, ODB. Now we sound crazy. We sound crazy. <laughs> I got one more for you. Beanie Man. Beanie Man. Man. Yo, who produced that? Pharrell of the Neptunes. Oh, VA again. <laughs> what, <laughs> what the, what the, uh, Thank you, Maya. This is. 
<laughs> I, mean, I just, I don't this know. This is VA too. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. about me comes from VA. Yeah, yeah. Daryl uh, Pearson. Daryl Pearson. Yeah, absolutely. He was in their camp as well. Yeah, sure. All about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for the Baltimore. Love of God. He was heavy in VA, but he's from Baltimore. Baltimore. Yeah. DMV again. We take the points. DMV, my just <laughs> keep collecting the points. <laughs> <Collect Yeah>. the- <laughs> <laughs> now, but that one was a John. A John. Yeah. A super John. Do you have a favorite to perform? All About Me, actually. It's my favorite to perform because I actually do the full song. Okay. You know, and it's day one. That's that was the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That was a special, special moment. And it's still actually relevant to who I am as a woman now. Mm. I was That's only dope. 18 when I came out with the song, but, you know. Delivering with conviction now as a woman is different. Yeah, it's all about <laughs> catalog. Receipts. Receipts? Yeah. Receipts. Here you go, Chuck. <laughs> that's always that part. That's the line that gets me every time. Hold on, hold on. Up jumps my butt, nigga. What? I didn't think that's what she was saying. I was like, my effect. Did she, I didn't. That's what she said. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> my, is that what you said? I said it, and I said it twice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you gotta stand behind your shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> we so crazy. Birdie told me that Minnie Ripperton is one of your favorites. Oh, yeah. Silky tone. Yeah. Range, delivery, tender, vulnerability as a woman, you know, mm. honesty, truth. Yeah, I love her. Big inspiration there. Wow. I can hear it. Yeah. yeah I can definitely hear it. Mm-hmm. And I love Millie Jackson just the same for different reasons. Millie. Hold on now. <laughs> There's another side to me, too. <laughs> she likes it nice and airy, then she likes it down. Yeah. 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 I love Millie. Wait, hold on. What yes. Millie? Give us a Millie song, then. Oh, my goodness. And go there. Because <laughs> I don't think folks know who, who, what, what Millie's about. What was it? Push in the bush? Mm. <laughs> push. Push in the bush. Push. Fuck You Symphony was oh, a favorite. Symphony. I Which think everybody jam? knows her for that. Which one? Fuck you something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, Fuck you. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> no, I remember posting that on Facebook when I was working at the bank. <laughs> Fuck you, Seriously? Yes, and saying this is to everyone that I work with. At <laughs> and then you quit? Hopefully you yes, quit. Yes, I quit not too long ago. All right, good. <laughs> yeah. Them same ones be talking about I'm dirty. Be behind my shit and hiding it. Mm-hmm. I do not resent that. I'll take the sales anywhere you want to give them to me. So I want y'all to know that I can do something else. Oh. 
I'm going to do some classical stuff tonight. <laughs> Just for y'all. Fuck you. Fuck you. We've officially earned that parental advisory sticker right. this episode. Shout out to Millie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> the Fuck You Symphony. Thank you, Maya, for recommending that. You know where I remember Millie Jackson from? From the episode of Martin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from Past the Peas, like they used to do. Past the Peas, like they used to do. Her and Pam and Gina. We sound crazy. Hey, guys. So, Double XL re- um, tweeted recently. If you could only listen to one rapper's catalog for a year, which artist are you picking? One rapper's catalog for a year. Dead or alive? Dead or alive. Outcast. It's not one rapper, but Outcast, the whole catalog, all day. Mm. For a year. Let me think. What you got, Claude? I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I would pick Nas. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Man, I'm going to say Biggie. Of course you would. So but, New York. But I, I mean, listen, I got to rep my own, but to this day, I never get tired of a Biggie record. Mm. It's not the longest catalog because obviously for unfortunate reasons, but I can still rock with it for a year. Chuck? I'll say Kanye. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think I would get bored musically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He got a, so many styles, so many different variations of himself. Billionaire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm with Yay. I'm with Chuck on this one. Timon got Fatty Cool on repeat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Crazy. Are you down for me? Vibes. Yo, vibes, that, vibes, vibes. That TKO project. I just uh is was one of my favorite records from last year. Mm. Um Simple Things. Mm. The Jam. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. You know what you gotta say? You know what I remember? I remember in two thousand one when they honored Janet Jackson at the MTV. The, I think it was like one of MTV the, Icon. MTV Icon. And to this day, I still pull up your performance when you reenacted the Pleasure Principle. That was, I remember that too. Like, bonkers. I'm like, it's just, it's one of those, to me, it's an epic moment in- in Pop culture. MTV pop culture history. Uh, What? Chicka, chicka, chicka. And Maya, you can, we can move the chairs and stuff if you want to reenact it. I'm going to need some CBD oil. (laughs) (laughs) Oil up my joints. (laughs) Get loose. (laughs) You mentioned earlier that you you got a lot of inspiration for your career from watching your father, who was uh, still performing today. You said right mm-hmm. weekly, and had his own label. What's the label called again? <laughs> it was Tough Cut, Cut Records. Tough Cut Records, and you have been independent 
for quite some time as well. Mm-hmm. So the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, I suppose. But what has that journey been like? I think it's important for people to understand how you've taken control of your own career and what that's been like for you. Well, coming from a major label system, mm-hmm. uh, catalog has been a blessing mm. because it keeps you working all over the world. Mm. Um, but going into an independent world from the majors with the expectation of fans and how they want to see you mm-hmm. <laughs> is something that I think even in an ever-changing environment is a struggle for all artists to sort of figure out mm. and navigate for the big look you know, mm. that speaks the word or is associated with the word success, mm-hmm. you know, which is not always true, by the way. But independently, it's been a learning curve because who teaches you? Is there a course that you can take? No. To figure every aspect from publishing to drafting your own uh, contracts and agreements, doing your negotiations, uh, publishing split sheets, entering into the system, metadata, <laughs> being your own management, whatever you have to be, uh, understanding budgets and accounting. Uh, so you do so, so to be travel clear, agent. <laughs> no, to be clear, you're doing all of that. All of that, yes, as a record label mm. and management company and agency, because you have to fund 100 percent of everything that you want to do, whether it's going into the studio, investment in equipment, and survive. Mm-hmm. No, that's all you. Mm-hmm. You are the bank. You are the investor. You know, but you do it with a passion from that point on. So there is a lot of creative freedom um, and your art turns out better than ever. Mm-hmm. And you hear the difference in <clears throat> your fans that are aware that your projects are out feel the same way. But it also does not have the big look attached mm-hmm. to it because that's radio money that you don't want to invest in one song when you can have several projects for the same cost. Mm-hmm. So you build your legacy over time. Every rehearsal, every performance is a rehearsal, um, preparing you for the next big thing. Mm. And it's been a grind, but it's also been a blessing because there are skill sets that I would have never imagined as an artist that I was before to have. And it's empowering. Mm. You can empower yourself. You can make the art fun again, Mm. you know, if you've ever lost passion because you control it, you do it at your own leisure, you do it from a place of truth, but also legacy, mm. and not chasing anything, not numbers, not charts. And then you also begin to know who you really are without what you're used to. Mm. And so you're no, uh, no longer reliant mm. on an illusion. And so you become a very humbled, but strong-willed person um, on the spiritual side of things, and then just feel very well-armed as far as knowledge is concerned. Would you ever consider doing like workshop, conference, I don't know, lecture on just two you know, new artists on how you've managed to learn that stuff? And because a lot to learn. Yeah. It's a lot yeah. to learn. Yeah, I'm always doing Q&As and panels. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like at some point in my career, there has to be a big bang for me to feel validated mm-hmm. in wanting to share you know, some milestone and how did I got there because I haven't had that major independent moment. I've had a, a nice Grammy nomination. I was about to mm-hmm. say, that was you amazing. got that Grammy nomin in the, in the independent in the, space. Yeah, but there's another level mm. because at some point in that independent journey, I'm only working with what I can or have access to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, putting things together with the resources or the lack of resources that you have. But you know that there are 
other levels and upper tiers. Mm. And so the whole journey <clears throat> independently is to get to that place of greatness. And it takes time. It takes years. Mm. It takes relationships. It takes patience. It takes funding. But I feel like after that moment, yeah, books, financial literacy, free booklet, you know, there's all kinds of things. Donald Passman did it great mm. with his books. Um, but especially in our community, right. that's the last thing we focus on because there's really no school to go to to get you ready. Mm. That's true. To yeah. step into this game. Yeah. yeah. I thought, you know, I don't know if y'all ever read Kashif's book. Kashif? No. Mm. He had a no. book um, years ago. Was it Everything You Should Know, Everything You Better Know About the Music, music. Industry? Mm-hmm. You're, I mean, that we need more of that. So yeah. I, I encourage you. I think we need more artists. I, I, think I, mean, so I plan to write a book at some point just to share the little bit of knowledge from the executive side that I've acquired and because yeah. I've been on both sides. So. Same on the same on the songwriting side. Yeah. Cause I feel like we go we go into it blindly. And then what happens is my experience has been that it's been it's hard for you going through or or you've had so many hard knocks that rather than impart the information to the next people, you feel like you should haze them the way you were hazed. Hmm. So <laughs> so my my perspective has always been why not make it easier for people? Yeah. Right. Why put them through hell? Because you, you you went through hell. So I'm always, when Chuck and I talk, we spend more time, they're, they're usually kicking us out of the venue because we just want to answer all the questions and yeah. give as much advice as possible because mm-hmm. no one's giving them the real answers. Yeah, that book from Kashif, it's called Everything You'd Better Know About the Record Industry. So all our listeners who are aspiring, trying to get into the business, this is from more of an artist, songwriter point of view. It was written years ago, keep mm-hmm. in mind, but... Mm. Between this book and Donald Passman's, Passman's book, yeah. I always recommend people trying to get into the industry. At least here's a good starter. That's your starter yeah. education for sure. Chuck, you were looking around like, I know this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a little bit of myself. That's a Chuck Harmony <laughs> production, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. with Miss Maya, who's here. Yeah, that was, that was oh, the first amazing. time we worked together. It was. Yeah, man. That was the first mm-hmm. time y'all worked together? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it worked. It worked. <laughs> it, it worked. always worked. That was the title track for yeah. one of the uh, Japanese albums I released. International. Kiss. Yeah. International. Do you get, and you travel a lot internationally, to do shows all the time, right? Mm-hmm. What's your favorite place? <laughs> Wherever I got the big check. <laughs> <laughs> and a couple days off. That I draft. No lies. No <laughs> lies were told. Yeah, Listen, I feel, I feel you on that. <laughs> no. Honestly, warm climates are my favorite. Mm. And uh places that are rich in culture. Music and food. Mm. Yeah. That's all I like. Yeah. She said music and food. That's all I like. <laughs> Yeah, so it's usually African territory or Caribbean mm. for me. Even a little bit of Central and South America, but it's tropical. Crazy! What you gonna do when you can't say no? When I just the show, boy, I really need to know. And how you gonna act? How you gonna handle that? What you gonna do when she wants you back? What you gonna do when you can't Maya, what's on your playlist now? What are oh. you listening to? <laughs> Any genre? My show's... <laughs> it's, like, it's like whatever gets I'm me to that check. I'm constantly editing 
editing my shows. You know, that's all that's on my playlist. Plus, I just got a brand new laptop. So that's mm. kind of it. That's all that's on my laptop right now. Mm. Who are you, t- you? No, you were telling me about someone earlier that you that you were listening to a lot. You were saying Jacure. Yeah. Jack oh, yeah. That's yeah. definitely uh, on my playlist. I just downloaded his album. I'm on it, and so we're in discussion about shooting the video but reggae music is high vibrational music so I keep a lot of Peter Tosh The Wailers Bob Mm. Marley Mm. and even playlists on YouTube just to wake up to and set my mood and intentions right for Mm. the day Mm -hmm. Um, yeah reggae music so Jock you're reggae artist of today what's a good song by him? Royal Soldier is his album Mm. my favorite on his album is Brighter Days he actually sent it to me when he was recording it and I cried Mm. I'm like if I get a reaction mm-hmm. from music like that, mm. I'm inspired. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I keep that on my playlist. Please just send us a better day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please just, just send us a better day. Yeah. I said, please send us a better day. Yeah, Loving that Josh Cure Brighter Day. That's nice. Yeah. What else I, y'all listen to? Which what else she called? Anything? Chuck? Tomorrow? I've been listening to a lot of James Taylor lately. Mm. Um, I saw you post that. Shower the People is like one of my favorite songs of all time. Shower the people you love with love. Show them the way that you feel. Things are going to work out fine if you only will. Do as I say. Shower the people you love with love. Show them the way that you feel. The melody on that man makes me want to cry. Like, it's crazy, man. Yeah, but crazy. Simone can sing. If you want to know this, go to his IG story. <laughs> he plays records and sings while cooking. I am no Claude Kelly. Okay? While cooking, turn of greens, turn of greens, and and, and turkey necks. Cornbread. <laughs> yeah. Fried cornbread, right? <laughs> can Shout we talk out. about this? Tur- 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 can why we talk are you about this? Greens and roasted chicken and. In the spirit of my mother, Helen Bacon. Shout out my mama. Um, <laughs> I wanted. Turnip greens with smoked turkey necks, fried cornbread. Um, I had some roasted potatoes, and I bought a rotisserie chicken from Publix because I didn't feel like making the chicken myself. And who's all eating this? Right, just tomorrow. It's 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 in small portions. It's not wow. like a, brought none, a feast. brought none of that for us because y'all don't eat that. Brought none of it. Yeah, I would have took some turnip greens. Maya likes turnip greens, right, man? <laughs> yeah. You like <laughs> with with the turkey in it though? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. See, but you could have made us a nice vegetarian batch, a nice vegan batch. See, I'm know? still trying to figure out how to do that. We'll work on that. Because <laughs> the guests, because the turkey neck, it flavors the turnip greens, and I don't know how to do it without you know vinegar and hot sauce. Okay, <laughs> that's a good segue Call it because, a day. because Maya. Besides being an amazing performer, it, it, I consider you like a health guru. Yeah. And really? It, it, oh, are you kidding me? Hmm. Like if you follow Maya, on, if you follow Maya online, then you know that Maya is always encouraging people to eat right, get their body and their spirituality together, always offering recipes for how to make vegan raw dishes and the challenges that are like, oh God, I don't. 
you explain. Just, just explain. Cause <laughs> well, okay, yes. Challenges. That's something I actually do for my own willpower. Okay. And in order to hold myself accountable, I do it publicly mm. so that I grow while others are growing with me in whatever space they'd like. So I'm doing probably the hardest challenge. This year, I'm doing juicing. Last year, I did alkaline vegan. The year before that, I trained myself to do raw vegan. Prior to that, I was vegan for a couple of years. So every year I grow, but I take a year to get there mm. as the end goal. So I, I'm patient with myself because mm. if I just go cold turkey, no pun intended, mm. Mm. it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening right, for right, me. Right. Cold turkey and nets. so that's probably the best way for everyone to start is get their feet wet, baby steps, progress, mm. not perfection. And that's kind of my approach. So it benefits people. I do things that they can do with a free starter guide, uh, downloadable on my website, and then some incentive with prizes or gadgets or even a vacation. Really? So I choose winners per quarter. This year I'm doing things a little different because we went from starting at seven-day challenges in the first quarter to 14 days in the second, 21 in the third, and 28 in the, the fourth quarter so that you just get to a, a, a full complete state of where you want to be, whether it's vegan, raw vegan, alkaline vegan, or juicing. So this year, I'm making it easier to get more people on board, three-day challenges, mm. and less work on my part because I'm super busy this year, more than ever before, but it's attainable. Mm. And so now I have more participants because of that because I've also listened and I've seen the discouragement or the people that fall out mm. of the competition and challenge because of that. I'm just changing my approach to mm. to cater to more people. So what made you decide? I mean, I, I understand you making it public to keep to keep yourself accountable, but now I feel like feel like it's become part of uh, your brand, for lack of a better Maybe word. Maybe it has organically, and it's just a part of my self care and challenging myself to go to the next level. Because as an independent artist, you have to really, truly rely on yourself to get it together, mm. keep it together, be your own disciplinarian, your own trainer, your own chef sometimes, on a budget. You know, so mm. you got to be right and you got to be mentally strong and all these things play a part in that. And in order for me to get over the humps, I, may, I strip something from my life that I absolutely love mm. and learn to do without it. Because that's how you have to survive. You know, in life in general, but also in that independent space. So um, I do things like that to torture myself, but then I'm better at the end of it. Um, and so, yeah, it's become a part of the brand because it's working mm. and people want to know. And they're like, what's your secret? And they constantly come up to me with questions that I have to figure out how to address, but in bulk. Yeah. Because it's, <laughs> it becomes it's a, a part-time job. Yeah. In a way, and you want to. That's your whole purpose. If you're uh, elevating people's lives and enhancing them in a positive way, then, yeah, that's another part of you that you start holding accountable. Wow. Pressure is on. The pressure is on. The pressure is that's on. Why, it, it becomes it, your calling because you're actually doing something for someone else's life mm. in a very life-changing way, too, because there's testimonials now. You know, of People that have tried it, life has life changed. Permanent change. Families, co-workers, all, and, and turnarounds with weight and depression and all kinds of things. Mm, that's awesome. Wow. 
That's why yeah. I had a salad day <laughs> and <laughs> bottled water. No alcohol in my no cup alcohol, over yeah. here. No judgment <laughs> yeah. to anyone else to my left. Timon's, Timon's, Timon's drinking. Hey. But I'm still learning. I'm not a pro. I'm not a nutritionist or anything like that, you know. But I think people see you and obviously obviously you look great and No, you look great. Like let's just let's, let's, let's celebrate my and this fucking amazing. Amazing. And, and and doesn't age. So people are like, "Okay, what's going on?" And then it, that's just a window for you to be like, "Well, here's all the things I'm doing." Yeah. And it becomes mm-hmm. a lesson in health and, self-care. and wellness. Self-care. Performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then what's what's the spiritual aspect for you that goes with that cuz I know I know so it's, all, it's all about, you were talking about frequency even with, with reggae music before. So I know it's, it's deeper it's than energy. just. Well, part of it is what I mentioned before, stripping yourself of some things that you need. All of the things that you were taught to believe when you open up that box and go down that tunnel, you begin to find the truths and uncovering layer after layer after layer. And then mm. that applies to other areas in your life, whether it be politics or you start searching. Mm-hmm. And then you're left with yourself. At the end of the day, the onion, the mm. peeled onion in constant layers until you get to the core. And then you stop listening to all of the voices and answer the questions sometimes yourself or turn within or even turn to what you consider God to be and sometimes redefine that. Right. <laughs> so it becomes wow. challenging because you don't see the world the same. You don't see the way you were raised the same. But you also have compassion, uh, a different space for everyone and where they are and in addition to yourself, because we have the opportunity to grow from wherever we are at all times. Mm. So it's humbling, it's empowering, it's purposeful, um, and it's enlightening. Mm. And it definitely plays a part in clarity of who you are, where you fit in, when you feel like an outcast, Mm. and staying solid in your core and your truth at all times, even if what you've been taught conflicts with that. A lot of nuggets right there. Crazy. So Maya, you know I love you, right? Mm-hmm. And so I love your music. I love the acting, <clears throat> but we got to talk about this show on VH1. Okay, let's do it. Girl Cruise. Yeah. Girl Cruise. <laughs> Girl What's wrong with you? Cruise. I don't love this show. I love Maya and I love Little Kim and I love Chili and I love the other social media people. I just don't love this show. And I wanted to, I love to see a different side of you, mm-hmm. but I just, I wanted something different. Okay, here's what did you dis- want? I, okay, full disclosure. My I executive produced R&B Divas years ago. Mm-hmm. I wanted you on my show. <laughs> <laughs> that's where it comes from. So, see, so, a, li- so a little bit of motivation for the for the hateration. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I wanted Maya on my show to to star and to be an example of someone who's really done some things and not just got one or two hits, but right. really a Renaissance woman who can sing, dance, act. And to me, that was what the show was supposed to represent. But I don't know. That just, I think that's maybe the salty part of me. I'm like, I'm just, <laughs> he's like, I'm still pissed. Yeah, I'm, still, I'm still pissed about it. <laughs> Years later, and I see on Girl Cruise. Mm-hmm. How was that experience though with the ladies? It was so different for me. You know, first of all, I've never been on a cruise. <laughs> you never been on a cruise <laughs> ever. Secondly, I have a fear of water, dark water. Wow. You know, and the ocean, um, and deep waters. Three, 
Reality TV was never a space that I've ever felt comfortable with. But at the top of 2019, I said, I'm going to force myself to do something I'm not comfortable with and get out of my comfort zone Mm -hmm. and not be complacent and challenge myself. So I did learn a lot about the process. But we only had 10 days to shoot 10 episodes. Mm. Everything was so That's costly. Woo. And they usually take three months to yes. produce something Normally like that. Normally do an episode a week. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So ten days, ten episodes. Ten days, That's aggressive. Ten episodes. Oh, with yeah. all the with all those personalities oh, yeah. too. So nobody was sleeping. You know, the process was very rigorous, meticulous, but the stress levels were high for everybody because we have a deadline and they spend a lot of money mm. just on that yacht alone. So so little Kim called. So did little Kim call you out of the? T- yes, Kim called me. Okay, um, and invited me on the vacation. We had a show actually the day before we flew out to the cruise in Kentucky, and we hadn't seen each other since maybe 2012 or 2013. We went out to dinner in New York then, and um, just rekindled our own friendship, talked, caught up, but connected in a way that we hadn't gotten the opportunity to before because it was always work related every Mm. time we saw each other so that was actually a good part because we all hit each other up now Mm. we're all over the world doing things in our careers but things have also changed for us Mm. our dynamics um, the generation the music the business technology Kim is a mom now Mm. you know Chili's a mom Mm. and we've just never had the personal side so now we can just call each other up Chili's hosting a dinner at her house in Atlanta soon, and we're all invited. So it's it's pretty cool. Um, I was always a fan of Kim, always a fan of TLC. So it's great to have those relationships, and that's what I did get out of the show, even though it was <laughs> insane mm. in 10 days trying to get all of that stuff taped. Well, next yeah. time, Maya, you say, I, Maya, <laughs> will call Phil Thornton when I'm ready to do reality TV again. <laughs> you heard it here first, and um, we sound crazy. We sound crazy. Keep her kill. The so, Maya edition. The Maya edition. You ready, Maya? I think. All right, here we go. <laughs> Boys to men or Jodeci? Who are you keeping? Oh, my gosh. Don't ask me this question. <laughs> <laughs> for what purpose? Just, just for your personal, like, you got you to keep one and get rid of the other one's catalog. Making a baby, keeping Jodeci. Mm. All right. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Drew Hill or 112? Keeping Drew Hill. DMV stand up. Let's go. Hey. <laughs> Major or indie? Combo. Mm. Oh. Okay. Keep and keep. Keep and keep. Keep, <laughs> keep, <laughs> keep and keep. <laughs> New game. <laughs> Vegan or vegetarian? Vegan. Okay. Keep. Singing or dancing? What? Which one? <laughs> you got, you, she was, you had, yo, she if you could only like, do one, she looked at me like, like, like you were the devil, dude. <laughs> music. Oh, so you're keeping music? All, yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. Wow. Little Kim or Nicki Minaj? You better stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill you for asking me that question. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> right, right. She don't want no smoke. <laughs> Michael Jackson or Prince? You better stop right now. They are two different people and two different artists. I will not choose. Oh, but I can say Prince is the reason why I have stayed independent. Wow, okay. Yes. Mm. Really? Yes. Yeah. I've had magical conversations with that man. And... When he says something, I'm going to listen. Mm. So yes. he's strongly encouraged to go and stay independent. Yes. Prince's last words to me were, there's a lot of things I can help you with. If you stay independent, I will help you. 
If you go back into the system, there's nothing I can do for you. And I can help you with that too. Slick my baby hair down. Really? (laughs) Yes. Wow. Licked his finger and slicked your baby hair down. Pimp. (laughs) A straight pimp. A G. Pimp. Hold on. Just to be clear. (laughs) Prince. Yes. Licked his hand. Yeah. And slicked. Yes. Maya's baby hair. Yeah. Down. 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 That happened. That happened. After a jam session. After a jam session. (laughs) Yes. We sound crazy. Is there anyone, is anyone that I guess we consider iconic that you haven't worked with that you always dreamed? Like, I wish I had just, I wish I could be in the studio with this person. Quincy Jones. I always wanted to pick his brain or just see what he does Mm -hmm. as an executive producer. Mm -hmm. Rod Temperton. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be in the company of greats. Yeah. Weirdo um, workshop, you know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> hey. Yeah, there's so many people I haven't worked with, but I know to be great, it takes being surrounded by greatness. Crazy. We have this award called the Esther Roll Black Excellence Award. Where's the award? Where's it's, the? It's, it's over there. Oh, it's over here. We need to show Maya the award. Please show Maya the Esther Roll Award yes. so she can understand and aspire to great things. Ooh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the deal, right? Timon discovered this album by Esther Rowe, who was the actress who played yeah. Florida mm-hmm. Evans on Good Times. Mm-hmm. She has an album. A Surprise. gospel album. I have a gospel picture album. with her. I yeah. met her when I was like 15. Oh, a, wow. Can you uh-huh. please send us that picture? Uh-huh. Because sure we will post it. That's and crazy. I met her in the DMV, too. <laughs> yep. I, Maya met Esther Y'all can't be in the same room together. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're we're breaking y'all up because you and Phil are a problem. DMV damn problem. No, but so that this makes it even better. So Timon discovered she had an album called The Garden of My Mind. And I'm walking by one day. I'm walking in the hall and I hear Timon blasting this album. And I I said, you were blasting it to me. You were blasting (laughs) it. I've got a secret I'll never tell. Don't try to ask. I'm under a spell. It's something that's happy. Makes me laugh when I'm all alone. <laughs> maybe it's. Uh, maybe. Oh, really, Phil? May, maybe it's. That's, that's the role from the album, The Garden, Garden of, of My, my Mind. Mind. Secret oh. out, never tell. So, that, so, literally, it started off as just not, us not believing she had an album. But then, really, what it turned into was us having a conversation about the fact that there's all these amazing artists that may not have gotten the mainstream love, mm-hmm. the the time on stage with the with the the lifetime achievement award or the, the TV time that they deserve for all the work or their contributions. So we literally made up this award called the Esther Roll Black Excellence Award. Oh wow. And yeah. every podcast we all nominate somebody of what you will too this time. And we we vote and we pick someone Tell her something to pass winner. We've had Teddy Riley. Yes. Tamia. Tamia. Yeah. Layla Hathaway. Layla, Layla Hathaway. Hathaway. Boys to Men. Boys to Men, mm-hmm. one recently. And so it's just, it's just people that we feel like, yo, they've been doing this a long time. Why aren't they, why are they being forgotten or why weren't they given the accolades they deserved? Mm-hmm. So it's just a way to celebrate the, the underappreciated. So Got you. It's now time to nominate someone, I'm going each of to, us, for the Irby. For the Irby. I'm going to put, make, put a motion on the floor. Okay. Okay. Maya. 
<laughs> you just like, I'm just going to go ahead and support my DMV sister. Yeah, DMV in the building. <laughs> Singer, actress, entertainer, just receipts out there. Businesswoman, entrepreneur. like Health guru, yeah, all that. Yeah, like, yeah, who going to come against me? I concur. <laughs> I concur. I concur. Wow. So it's, it's you're too late. Yeah. Well, who else is being nominated here? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> now. <laughs> what? No, honestly, honestly, there there are times. This, there are times when it's just obvious that someone deserves it. Yeah, and this is one of those times where it's yeah, obvious we went that through, you deserve it. We went Aww. through a lot of your work tonight, and really, and yeah, yes, man. yes, it's inspiring. Yes, and it's the really world is. the world knows you, but the world needs to know know you and mm. honor you for the this. For what, 20, 20 years you said? 20 years since your first album came out? Yeah, but like I said, we're just getting started. Oh, no, we're just oh, getting yeah. started. I sound like a kid on those records. We're just getting <laughs> started, like, but. I can't even listen to that stuff. <laughs> but that that, that 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 kid did a lot, it changed the game in a lot of ways, a lot yeah. of stuff. And you so. inspired a whole bunch of black children. A lot, a lot of black kids oh, to be great. To pick up tap shoes, to sing, to plus, be excellent. Plus, you're in good company because it's three other Irvy winners. And oh, yay. Yeah, we won. <laughs> Phil won. Well, I'm honored. Yeah. So, I'm flattered. So we want to honor Maya <laughs> yeah. as this episode's Esterol Black Excellence Award winner. Yes. Amazing. Congratulations. Thank you, guys. Yeah. So yeah. I appreciate you. We sound crazy. First of all, let's thank Maya for spending time with the with us with us crazies here. We appreciate you. I'm yeah. just as crazy. Found <laughs> out. We found that out clearly. <laughs> That's Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Before we close out, I just want to ask you this. Is there anything that people don't know about you that you want them to know? No. <laughs> it's like, mind right. your business. Right. Mind your business. And <laughs> <laughs> sure mind your business. wants you to know. <laughs> she, if she, she wanted them is. to know, they would know. Probably. They would know. Yeah. Right, right. What'd you say, Phil? I was going to say, just shout out everybody in the DMV listening. Um, me and Maya holding it down right here. Do we sound crazy podcast? <laughs> yeah. I just want y'all to know that DMV does not stand for Department of Motor Vehicles. It stands for DC, Maryland, now. Virginia. Yes. Yes. Just to clarify. Thank you. Thank you. If you don't know now, you're DMV. Know. Come on now. Let's go, y'all. And also make sure you follow We Sound Crazy yeah. on yeah. all platforms. Yes. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. I think we're on MySpace and Black Planet still. We might be on Christian Mingle as well. Wow. <laughs> Just find us wherever oh, you can find Jesus. us. Thank you to our producer and engineer, Mike Johnson, a.k.a. Guru. Absolutely. Guru. Always holding us down. Maya, you are our special guest this week. What are we going out with? What are we going out with? Yeah, you get to choose a song. Smokey Norfolk, I Need You Now. Wow. All right, y'all. I love it. Till next time. We sound crazy. Till next time. Holla. Yeah. Holla. Th thank you, Maya. Thank you. Bye, guys. <laughs> not a second or another minute, not an hour or another day, but at this moment with my arms outstretched, I need you to make a way as you have done so many times. Through a window or an open door, I stretch my hands to be. Come rescue me. I need you right away. I need you now. I need you now. 